has been paid for by the New World Order. Listen up, you blind slap nut. If I can be serious for a minute. This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. The real reason I came here tonight is because we are live! We flex on gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all the ages, it is a Thursday night, and that means it is time once again for another edition of the Pro Wrestling Weekend Review Show here on the Flex Network. I am the snowman, and Guys, girls, we are on the fast track now, boys, to fast, sorry, not to fast lane, because we just had fast lane. We're on the fast track right now to WrestleMania 37, Raymond James Stadium, take over, stand and deliver, holy heck, this last stop was excuse me crazy to say the least literally just crazy and the pit stop at Fastlane holy heck we have a lot of stuff we gotta get through in the next little while with everything going down this past Sunday at Fastlane what we know is coming up for TakeOver Stand to Deliver, the two-night event coming up in April, WrestleMania coming up, a two-night event, and we got NXT, Dynamite, Raw, SmackDown. Heck, we even know what's coming up uh, for New Japan because the New Japan Cup winner has emerged from the tournament and will challenge the world's heavyweight champion, Newly christened world's heavyweight champion, uh, Kota Ibushi, as remember that the IWGP heavyweight and IWGP intercontinental championships are now unified, and it's now the IWGP heavyweight champ world heavyweight championship. So let's get straight into it. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what went, uh, some news first, and then we'll go back and talk about what went down at Fastlane this past Sunday night. Uh, so let's get straight into it, guys. Uh, the news report uh, coming straight out the gates. Of course, talk about WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania tickets are almost sold, sold out, guys. Literally almost sold out. That means uh, of the 25,000 that are outed for both nights, they're almost gone. 
So if you're trying to be one of the few uh, 50,000 people trying to go to both nights or trying to be at one of the nights, uh, or, you know, of course, the 25,000 per night, um, you better get your tickets now because they're almost gone. Almost gone, guys. Uh, of course, we're going to have a lot of fun with WrestleMania coming up in under two weeks. Guys, it's literally, we are under the gun of under two weeks, uh, and it's going to be here before you know it. WrestleMania season is here. Um, big news out of this this sun, this past week also, uh, Andrade has been released from the WWE. His contract is up. Uh, it's sad to see him go. Uh, but, of course, we haven't seen him since the fall. Uh, and I just feel like, like a lot of people, he was just underused, guys. He was, uh, he had a lot to give. I mean, former NXT champion. Uh, and I don't think, you know, again, he didn't really do that much up on the main roster. I think, again, you go to the main roster, you go to die up there for a lot of people. But, unfortunately, we haven't, he's been gone uh, off TV for a while, and now, He's just gone from the company. Uh, he asked for his release, and he has now got it. So uh, best of luck to uh, Andrade as he now is a free agent. He can go anywhere he wants. Uh, there, I don't think there's any um, clause, you know, the 90-day clause, no-compete clause. So he can go somewhere and wrestle if he wants with whoever. So uh, as far as I've understood and – I haven't really heard anything about that. So if he had that 90-day clause in his contract, but I'm sure a lot of them do have that 90-day no-compete clause. But, again, haven't heard anything about it. So uh, we'll see where he goes. May hit up AEW, might go to AAA, might go somewhere. Impact? We don't know. Um, Other big news, because we got you guys know this, it's spring what else is getting, you know, falling into line with spring here? Uh, baseball season starting up. And I know, let me, hear me out before I, you start looking at me and thinking, wait, but why is it going to talk about baseball? Well, because of where WWE is currently at, at Tropicana Field down there in Tampa, uh, down there in Florida, that they are going to be ending their residency literally. They are shoving out next Friday, not this coming Friday, but this next Friday, April 2nd, is their last official date that they are going to be at Tropicana Field. Uh, and they will be moving on out with uh, and moving on over to Tampa's uh, UNG. Uh, I want to say uh, again. Name Butcherer is here. The Name Butcherer is here. Uh, you Jingling Center. Uh, it's in Tampa, so they're not moving that far. But they are going to be out of uh, Tropicana Field April 2nd as they need to start getting Tropicana Field back to baseball field, back to a baseball you know field around there as their first game will be April 9th for the Devil Rays. So I still call them the Devil Rays, but of course they're known as the Tampa Bay Rays. But yeah, April 2nd, they're moving on out. Uh, they will be re 
doing some last minute record, you know, last pre-records, you know, record stuff uh, before they head on out. So if you're looking to think that, oh, they're going to try to get a smack, they're going to try to record two nights worth of SmackDown and stuff like that before they're actually raw too. Uh, they're going to try to get raw a SmackDown and a lot of the events pre for WrestleMania week recorded and ready to go. So it's ready. Everything's ready for that week. Uh, for WrestleMania week, so they can get out and start mo- setting up for WrestleMania, and of course moving over to their new home for the time being until they start m- hitting the road again. So yeah, that's new. You know, some new news. Um, and it's I think it's about it was of course about time because again with baseball season right around the corner, and. Of course, I don't think I think Tampa Bay Rays are want their their building back, y'all. Um, Charlotte, uh, of course, has announced that she has uh, been tested and positive for COVID nineteen. So it is unknown that what she's going to be doing if she's going to be uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, we don't know yet if her recovery is going to last through WrestleMania and she's not going to be there. But right now, she is at home recuperating and resting from getting exposed um and if you have been noticing on tv charlie caruso has been a little bit mia mia here uh it's unfortunate but she has been pulled off tv uh she is and she is not expected to be returning uh as her contract is set to come up and she is not what we're hearing is that she is not expected to re-sign with the company as she's right now. She, it looks like she's doing great over at ESPN as, you know, co-host of first take her take, uh, and subbing in every time, ta- uh, subbing in on first take, but it sucks to see if Char- this is the, this was the last time we saw Charlie Caruso. Uh, she, of course, uh, one of the backstage announcers, one of the hosts for like the pre-shows, uh, for pay-per-views, uh, and you know, backstage interviewers, it sucks to see someone go that was relatively good. Uh, so it's, it sucks that we're gonna no, no, no longer see her if this is true, uh, to say the least. But if it is, see you later, Charlie. Uh, it's unfortunate, but at least you get to see her on ESPN. Uh, injury news Danny Birch of NXT's, uh, well. The former tag team champions uh, is going to be out six months with a separate shoulder as he had got injured in last week's uh, main or matchup last week, main event with uh, Finn Balor and carrying across for the tag team titles. He got injured uh, and now it's being reported that he's going to be out six months. So they have vacated the NXT tag team titles that belong to Oni Larkin and Danny Burch. So it's it sucks to see anyone get injured, especially this close to WrestleMania. But we'll get into what they're coming up with for uh, Takeover, Stand and Deliver, in a little bit when we talk about NXT. Uh, and then, of course, bit really, really big news and really great news. Uh, we have two more inductees into the WWE Hall of Fame coming up for the class of 2021. The Great Kali. The Puj- the literally the Pujambi nightmare that he is that big old great Kali former world's heavyweight champion 
man, man, for such a big man, and he had a short career, he made a lasting impression. Uh, so enough so that he is going into the WWE Hall of Fame, and also the Big Red Machine Kane is going into the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm loving that for two simple reasons. We got half the brothers of destruction going or into the Hall of Fame now. And Kane, uh, you got to think, he has relatively deserved to go into the Hall of Fame. He's had one hell of a career, wrestling career in the WWE, to say the least. I mean, got to think of it. Multi-time World Heavyweight Champion. Actually, let me grab it for you. Let me get the, the stats on you guys for his world, his championships. He is a one-time WWE champion. I mean, granted, he held it for, what, 24 hours? Uh, King of the Ring, 98. Uh, lost it to Austin right in, after, uh, the next night after First Blood. He won in the First Blood match. One-time World's Heavyweight Champion, beat Rey Mysterio, uh, Money in the Bank, after winning Money in the Bank and cashing it in 2010. Uh, One-time ECW World Champ when it was... WWE's ECW, uh, one-time WCW Tag Team Champ with his, with Undertaker during the Invasion, two-time IC Champ, Hardcore Champion, a 24/7 Champion, a two-time WWE Champion Tag Team Champion with Big Show and Daniel Bryan. Or sorry, I can let me rephrase that: a ten-time WWE Tag Team Champion. I'm not, I know the WCW one. That's different. That's a little bit different. Uh, tagged 10 time or sorry, 11 time tag team champion. Uh, one with Big Show, one with Daniel Bryan, two with Mankind, two with X Pac, two with The Undertaker. Uh, Hurricane Big, or uh, t- actually, let me restrict that. Two with The Big Show, a Rob Van Dam, and a Daniel Bryan in there. Uh, Tag Team Royal Rumble back in 98, uh, I guess. Uh, he's part of the, he's the eighth member of the Triple Crown uh, Club. The third Grand Slam champion in WWE history. Uh, he was part of the Bragging Rights uh, 2009 winning team of SmackDown. He's a one-time winner of the Money in the Bank back in 2010. Man. That's a that's a lot of you know impressive you know times with that you know stats right there. So I think it's real deserved as a for as a to begin to the WWE Hall of Fame. You know, that story career. You're the eighth member of the Triple Crown, at least of the original Triple Crown series. You're third in the Grand Slam championship category for you know the f- third person to ever do it i'd say that's that's damn impressive and all the moments that he's had throughout the years and now being mayor of knox tennessee or knox county tennessee that that's that's just impressive and of course the man who announced his induction on the bump the other day was the one, the only dead man, the Undertaker. 
Uh, it was even that was just even more cell mail right there to have the Undertaker announce, "Hey, you're going to the Hall of Fame, man! Congratulations!" Um, so yeah, this just adds to the list of people we're gonna have this coming. Uh, actually, next week or sorry, what? I'm not gonna say next week because we're not through this week. Uh, so yeah, under two weeks at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, uh, you got the Bella Twins, the NWO, Hogan. Nash Hall, X Pac, uh, Juice and Thunder Liger, the Bulldog, British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, JBL, Kane, Great Kali, Eric Bischoff, Molly Holly, uh, and of course, Batista. Technically, he will be inducted, but he's not going to be officially inducted yet because, of course, scheduling conflicts, uh, and obviously wanted to wait till we could get a crowd together, so he will not be there. Uh, at the Hall of Fame, but he's asked that, and I'm guessing that they've allowed him to. It's like we'll just hold off on me getting inducted for another another year, um, until we can get fans and you know when my schedule works. So Batista will not be inducted yet, but he's still going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, other. You know, we got three little other notes, and then we'll talk about what went down this week. Um, AEW has announced that uh, April 9th they will be doing their first ever house show, uh, of course, at Daly's Place down there in Jackson, Florida, uh, the week of WrestleMania. So, actually, literally, the night before WrestleMania, they're going to do their first ever house show. They're going to try to uh, get their tapings done for uh, for Dynamite. Uh, and of course, try to you know, get a house show done. So if you want to check out some extra wrestling down there, uh, tickets go on sale Monday. Uh, while you're down there in Florida, if you, you are going down to Florida for WrestleMania week, maybe you want to go check out AEW uh, on Friday instead of going to, you know, probably just stay at the hotel and watching, you know, uh, SmackDown. You can go check out some AEW uh, that week. Let's see. Uh, also, other two other big news uh, in, for Impact. Impact's going to be moving back to Thursday nights uh, on Access TV. And then they're moving the pay-per-view uh, Rebellion from April 24th, uh, Saturday, to Sunday, April 25th. As not to get conflicting... Uh, compete... Actually, not... Co- so they don't have a competing night with uh, UFC 261 and that big old card that they're going to have up there. Uh, d- sorry, down there in uh, Florida while they're going to have uh, fans at that fight. So that's going to be huge uh, for the UFC. So, But Impact's going to move their pay-per-view to a Sunday so that way they can actually get people to watch uh, on Sunday and watch the title versus title uh, champion versus champion, title for title, uh, main event match down there with Rich Swong and Kenny Omega. I think it's actually kind of smart because, yeah, I think the first UFC pay per view that is going to be fans in the stands after you know during the pandemic, during this you know the COVID world we live in right now, and you're gonna you know. You're going to have this big pay-per-view go up against UFC when they're going to have people there. They're going to have a lot of people want to watch on television or sorry, on pay-per-view on the, on ESPN plus. 
yeah, I kind of would want to move my card, you know, to the next night. It's like, you know what? Let's get the most people we can get. Let let them have UFC on that night, uh, and let's get more people on Sunday where we can have a lot of people watch instead of a small amount. Um, and then the last little bit of news we got for you is uh, WWE and Peacock. Again, I know I've been talking about it for a while. Uh, this just reminder for everyone, but uh, I'm going to get to it. Reminder that April 4th is the last, actually is going to be the day that they shut down the WWE Network in the U.S. So if you have a WWE subscription or WWE Network subscription, you might want to, you need to start canceling it now or probably soon. Um, as April 4th is when it goes away. We will not have access to it and you need to go to Peacock to buy uh, your subscription to be able to watch the WWE Network content that's going to be transferred over and for the future pay-per-views, including WrestleMania and stand up, stand up and or take over, stand up and deliver. Because rem uh, just a reminder, that's on April. I have to get my uh, on April 8th, April 8th, the night before or actually one, the it'll be the first ever event like fully live on Peacock. Uh, will be night two of TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Night one is going to be on USA Network. Night two will be exclusively to Peacock. And then WrestleMania, night one and night two will be on Peacock. So if you are thinking of wanting to watch night two of TakeOver and Deliver, and we're going to run down that card for you that we know right now, and also WrestleMania, the only place to check it out is on Peacock. So just make sure you guys go and check it out uh, and get on that because Network's going away and Peacock is going to be the home of the pay-per-views going forward for WWE. And of course, you want to catch all of those classic moments, classic Raw's, SmackDown's, and of course, NXT over on the on Peacock streaming service. Just make sure you guys go and quickly go and sign up for that. Uh, but speaking of Peacock... I know I'm I'm just rushing into this. Hold on. <sighs> Gotta get a little orange coke in me. Um WWE content, you know, of course, is not is gonna be edit some content from WWE's history ha is gonna be edited out. Um like its most controversial moments, like um Roddy Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown at WrestleMania 6 back in 1990. And as it's looked is that the fact is that Mr. Roddy Roddy Piper was painted uh, half black for that event. Now, I know what a lot of people are going to be saying. That's, you know, he was being racial. You know, he's being all this. And time out. Hold on. Before anyone starts, you know, commenting and saying, well, that's just racist. Like, listen, you, everyone needs to remember a couple things. Number one, it was in 1990, a long time ago, okay? Literally, what, 41 years? 
sorry, no, I can't actually. No, it's thirty. Literally, I cannot do math in my own head. It was thirty years. Thirty, yeah, thirty-one years. I cannot do math in my head right now. Yeah, nine. It was nineteen ninety. Different world, okay. And number number two. The yeah, it looked right. It looked bad. And going back and watching on you, you know, watching what was going on on YouTube, it looked bad, but it wasn't. It, the thought wasn't there to be racist. At least in you know, coming from Piper's head, because of course, I mean, he has said this on you know, if you go back on YouTube and search, um, you know, just search a uh, Bad News Brown, Rye Piper, uh. You know, he Roy Piper has talked about that whole incident, and that it wasn't coming out of being you know he wasn't coming out trying to be you know saying you know I'm trying to do something racist or and saying hey I'm not a racist. It was you know to a point come you know at the point time of when it was doing. Cindy Lauper had came out with her song True Colors, and of course he needed something for you know he was coming up with something to come up with against Bad News Brown. And thought was, hey, I'll do something with, you know, I'll just pay my fate, you know, do I'll do promos, you know, with half my body because and you know, half my side being white, half my side being black, do promos. His eh, his mentality was, I'm, you know, doing something from a music video with, Cindy, you know, that's Cindy Lauper did with True Colors. And yeah, it looked bad. Let's just go with that. It looked bad. So, but you can still find that stuff on YouTube. Go back and watch. I mean, and again, the promos were not in the ballpark of being racist, literally. So just forewarning you. And then another moment that has been edited out, if you could say, um, Survivor Series 2005's uh, Vince McMahon moment in the back where, you know, after talking to John Cena, trying to act all, <laughs> I don't even, I can't even say, you know, literally say with a straight face, you know, trying to act cool and act all gangster. Old man trying to act gangster is bad. But when you come up to Booker T and can't, you know, say, you know, keep it up. And I'm not going to say the rest. I'm not going to say the rest. There is no chance I'm saying the rest because the N word. Let's just go with that. I'm just, that's all I'm saying. So do not shoot the messenger. I'm just saying what happened on the show, uh, the pay-per-view, but I'm, I'm not going to fully say it. I'm just saying the, the, the N word. That's all you need to know. And Booker T looks at his wife, Charmel. It's like, tell me he did not just say that. And it was on pay-per-view. I mean, he, that's all he said was just, and it somehow got through. So they that Peacock has edited out that part of Survivor Series. It will not be on the on the network. So the only way you can watch that is you know via YouTube. If someone had put probably put it up on YouTube, or if you have the DVD of Survivor Series 2005, it's there. But so yeah, the, there's going to be maybe some edits. Uh, more edits of WWE content coming over to Peacock. So just be forewarned. Okay, do not shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you what was probably what's 
you know, the two obvious ones that have been edited. I'm sure there's many more ones that have kind of been edited or have not been touched yet, but we're probably going to be. So don't shoot the messenger. Okay. Just so we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. Okay. And that's pretty much all the news we got this week. I know I've been uh, putting it out there, but uh, so yeah, let's get into fast lane this past week. And boy, did we have a sh did fast lane? Let's let's be honest about fast lane this past week. It was okay. Uh, not a whole lot of you know real buildup. I mean, except for the Roman and Daniel Bryan match was all that important. The Bliss versus Orton was okay. Interesting setup here. But everything else was, I mean, it was a good pay-per-view, but it really wasn't like we were expecting anything big to happen. Uh, but we do get Matt Riddle taking on or sorry, Riddle taking on Mustafa Ali for the U.S. title on the pre-show. Riddle picks up the victory on Mustafa. And, yeah, unfortunately for Riddle, he... Or sorry, for Mustafa, he gets to keep the U.S. title as he picks up the victory one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, let's just make sure I didn't have a rematch on there. Nope. So yeah, afterwards, Mustafa, you know, gets angry at his, at his crew. Uh, Reckoning leaves. Slapjack leaves. Mace and T-Bar chokeslam the hell out of Mustafa, leaving him DOA in the ring. Essentially, it looks like we're ending uh, Retribution here, ladies and germs. Thank God. Retribution is done. Uh, Literally, you can't do it. It was just a bad, bad gimmick, but kudos for those guys for trying to make it work. Uh, kicking off the main show, we had Nia Jax and Baszler defending the, the WWE Women's Tag Team titles against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Now, I think I said this last week that I do not think that Bianca and Sasha were going to win the tag team titles. And it proved right this past Sunday. They did not win the tag team titles, and it's setting up for their one-on-one -on -one match at WrestleMania for the SmackDown women's title. I didn't think, th I thought it was going to implode. I, I really didn't think it was going to implode, but I think it was, it was not going to happen. Maybe something to, you know, really catch someone off, but the way that they ran it down, at the pay-per-view, it did set up for what's going to be the next, you know, granite two weeks heading into, so, well, technically, you know, technically three SmackDowns to get into WrestleMania. So it's setting the stage up pretty well for Bianca and Sasha heading into WrestleMania. Uh, Big E taking on Apollo Crews for the IC title. Uh, Short match, Big E picks up the victory over Apollo. I'm still not really sold yet on Apollo Crews and the whole new uh, road he's going on. Not yet there. 
as I mean, Grant. I mean, yeah, he hung impressive, you know, after the match. I mean, after, of course, he lost, but he still laid out Big E with Olympic Slam, Olympic Slam, and just saying he's not done with him yet. It's like, dude, yeah, I'm we're, we're now we're starting to lose interest in you. You got to do something to get, you, get us all back to you if you want us to really think to believe that you're going to be a real threat for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, one-on-one, we were supposed to get Shane McMahon taking on Braun Strowman, but that got changed as Shane was injured before the show. Uh, knee injury kind of got Elias sucked into taking over his spot at Fastlane. Braun Strowman just steamrolls him. Uh, as Braun Strowman picks up the victory at Fastlane over Elias. Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Seth Rollins, and this was a good match. A real good match. I mean, especially for Seth Rollins to get back on that pay-per-view uh one you know match scene besides Royal Rumble, I, you know, different. But first pay-per-view back for the savior of SmackDown, and he held well. Uh Seth Rollins picks up the victory over Shinsuke. No holds barred match between Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. This one tore the house down, ladies and germs. Literally busting out the can- the the kendo sticks, the chairs, putting through tables. Literally, they were if they were already not going to uh, a, the uh, Ewingen Center down there in Tampa, you could have sworn that they were destroying. Saying, "Hey, if we're leaving Tropicana Field, we're gonna destroy the place on the way out," and they did that with. Just tossing him through those LED boards with the fans behind, you know, on the front, and just causing some severe, some big time damage there in the Thunderdome. Uh, it was a great matchup. Uh, Drew McIntyre beat Sheamus as he is now looking straight ahead to his WWE title opportunity against Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Uh, and then. The two big matches of the night, the ones that were, well, got the and most of us intrigued, was Alexa Bliss taking on Randy Orton in an intergender match. Now, when this match was announced and set up, like, really? Okay, we're, we're finally going to get something here. And truth be told, truth be told, the thought is, is we're finally going to get a you-know-who back in the scene. And the way that they set, you know, everything in that match with Alexa just, you know, make, you know, before, even before she even came out, of course, you know, making Orin cough up the blackish goo, more black blood-ish, make him cough that up again. Alexa, you know, skipping to Malu and everything, you know, outside, drawing Randy Orton out, uh, draw, almost dropping a light set on him, and then coming back in the ring. It just, you know, it was like, hey, it was like, I mean, granted, it was a short draw out, but to a point, we got the, the real moment of the real reason we had this match. And that being, we got a reemergence, ladies and gentlemen. And all I can say is, 
he's back. The man himself, the man of psychotic. Okay. Yeah, literally, this man's back. And we had, I know I said we're, he's back, but you had to put me in the fun house. Thanks. I didn't need that already, but either way, <laughs> the picture was worth a thousand words as he's back. The Fiend is back in the building, ladies and gentlemen. And yikes. You know that movie, uh, Jason uh, invades New York. Oh, what? Which one was that? Oh no, Jason goes to New York. Or no, it was Jason goes to Manhattan. Sorry, it was Jason goes to Manhattan. Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes man takes Manhattan. You know that movie. Where he just gets tossed into this vat of, you know, not really vat, but more like a trash can filled with acid. And he just, his face all burns and the mask burns off. Well, this is the result. Yeah, it looks more like, hey, how do you like your fiend? Medium well or extra crispy? Extra crispy it is, ladies and gentlemen, because he is back, and he's back with vengeance. And, guys, I can, this is, this is getting very interesting, even more so, because The Fiend is now back, and surprisingly, The Funhouse is also back here on the show. Hey, can we get out of this before he decides to pop back in to the house? I don't need this kind of karma. Like, Get me out of the house. Quick. I don't need him here. He going he gonna hurt me. And the way he's acting now, he's gonna hurt me. Okay. He, get, get me out of the house. Give me back to the house. Give me back to the reality. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not saying his name, but yeah, I don't need that behind me. Huh. Okay, let's it's quick before he burn destroys the screen. All right. But yeah, the fiend is back, Jack. And he laid out Randy Orton and gave the victory to allow Alexa Bliss to pin Randy Orton and pin him in an interesting way that even on Twitter that Mrs. Viper, the wife of Randy Orton, kind of late, like a little bit related to Alexa on how she pinned him in the match. Yeah, not touching that one with a 15-foot pole. Because that will leave someone hurt. But but yeah, so Randy Orton loses to Alexa Bliss. We got the Fiend back in the sh um, in in our universe. And then of course the main event for the WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns taking on Daniel Bryan. Edge as the special enforcer outside the ring. And these guys. This was a great match, to say the least. And I and I feel like you know, granted, early in the match, Daniel Bryan trying to do, you know get into that classic wrestling, you know, like collegiate wrestling style, 
takedowns, you know, trying to do submissions. And with, you know, of course, this past week with, you know, NCAA wrestling championships going on, I think Daniel Bryan may have taken, you know, some notes out of that one. Uh, and was trying to go into that style, and it worked. It was fun to watch the you know throughout the match, and of course, you know Daniel Daniel having a lot of time to break Roman down, submissions, and you know leg locks, arm bars, triangle chokes, and just trying to break him down. Uh, thinking we're gonna get the finish we wanted to hopefully see, you know, maybe even see a Daniel Bryan versus Edge at WrestleMania. Jay Uso comes in, cleans house. Edge cle clears out uh, Jay Uso. You know, refs are knocked. You know, the main ref is knocked down. Daniel Bryan has the yes lock in. And if you look, and it's it's high, it's out there that you could see while Roman wasn't doing the tap out like this, it was he was, you know, on that lock on that lock just. You could see the tap of, I'm tapping. And it should have been Daniel Bryan winning and us seeing Edge versus DB at WrestleMania. But Edge using the chair on both Roman and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Edge, in a, you know, actually, I can't even say inadvertently because more like he legitimately cost Daniel Bryan the title. Roman Reigns pins Daniel Bryan, and it's now confirmed it will be Roman versus Daniel or versus Edge at WrestleMania. But I think we're going to see the seeds from la from this past Sunday blossom, start to blossom this week, as rumors are going to be rampant that we may be seeing a triple threat at WrestleMania. We will get into that in a little bit. For this week, or a little bit when we walk back, walk ahead to WrestleMania and see what's going to be happening. But yeah, that was fast lane. It was, it was a good fast lane. Uh, and it was a good way for WWE Network to go out on for its pay per view tenured, uh, we should say, because fast lane, that was the final pay per view exclusively on the WWE network. I mean, granted it was some, you know, they were both showing on Peacock and WWE network, but this was the final pay-per-view extravaganza on the net on WWE network. And it's sad to say it's, it's gone. going to be gone soon. All right, moving on, uh, moving on from fast lane. Well, where do I want to cover first? Um, Yeah, let's uh new let's get into New Japan you know quickly before we go back. Uh go back to WWE. Uh the New Japan Cup winner, uh Will Ospreay is your New Japan Pro or New Japan Cup winner up there at New Japan Wrestling. Uh he won the grueling tournament and will now challenge for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at uh, Sakura Genesis, April 4th. So literally next, not this coming Sunday, but the following week, the first April and Sunday, literally 
first Sunday in April. Uh, Easter Sunday is going to be uh, Genesis for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, you're going to see Kota Ibushi taking on Will Ospreay for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. The heavyweight tag team title, or sorry, the uh, junior heavyweight tag team titles are up for grabs as SL Desperado and Yoshibuno Kamanuro uh, will take on Sho and Yo uh, in tag team action. Uh, Tanahashi and Satoshi Kojima, Kojima will take on JY and Bad Luck Fale of Bullet Club. Uh, Tensai Naito, Sada, and Shingo Taiji will take on the great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and a mystery partner in six-man tag action. Uh, Okada, Toriano, Haruku Gato, or Goto, and to Tomohoro Ishii will take, and Yoshihashi will take on Evil, Kenta, uh, Yorjo Takahashi, Taiji Ishimoro and Dick Togo of Bullet Club and Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. and Duyuki will take on Tomotonga, Tonga Loa and Jado again of a Bullet Club and six-man tag action right there. Whew, that is a big card right there for what's coming up for New Japan Pro Wrestling over there on the in the rising sun of Japan. Uh, let's head on over to Raw. Uh, this week we had Bobby Lashley take on Sheamus one-on-one. -on -one. Bobby Lashley beat Sheamus, but thanks to some inadvertent help with Cedric and Shelton, almost cost, uh, Sheamus. Almost cost Sheamus, uh, actually almost cost Bobby Lashley victory. Uh, Asuka taking on Peyton Royce one on one. Uh, Peyton Royce, you know, after her fiery uh, interview on Raw Talk, uh, wanted to be taken more seriously, want to get more, you know, get some opportunities against, you know, the Raw Women's Champion or to go for a championship. Got it against Asuka. Asuka gave her her best shot uh, and came out victorious. And we found out that the. Nightmare Rhea Ripley makes her debut and challenges immediately for WrestleMania for the Raw Women's title against Asuka, and we get that matchup right there. That was going to be awesome. Uh, Miz taking on Jeff Hardy. Uh, we also know that the Miz is going to get a match at WrestleMania taking on Bad Bunny. Yeah, I just said that out loud, and I'm feel like that's a bad decision right there as <laughs> multi-recording artists or multi multi recording artist uh award-winning re uh, recording artist bad bunny with damian priest will take on the miz uh in one-on-one -on -one action i'm pretty sure they'll probably make that a, a tag team match coming up hopefully please because <laughs> we want to see damian priest but Miz beats Jeff Hardy in one-on-one -on -one action afterwards, uh, getting a little Jeff Jarrett WCW style of 
well, not really WCW, but more well WWE, WWF, WWE, uh, WCW. But Jeff Jarrett with a guitar from Bad Bunny hitting the Miz with a guitar and telling him to choke on that slap nuts uh, as they get ready for their match at WrestleMania. Uh, Kofi Kingston taking on AJ Styles in one-on-one action. Uh, and kudos to Austin Creed for distracting AJ Styles on trombone with his old theme from TNA with I am, I am. <laughs> Just shouting it as he was going for the phenomenal forearm. And Kingston picks up the victory over AJ Styles. Uh, Drew McIntyre taking on Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin in a two-on-one handicap match. Uh, Drew McIntyre picking up the victory over the Hurt Business, the former tag team champions of the Hurt Business. And with that victory, Cedric and Shelton are banned from ringside at WrestleMania 37. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler taking on Manny Rose and Dana Brooke in tag team action. Uh, again, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler pick up the victory. And then Braun Strowman taking on Elias. Uh, Braun Strowman beats Elias again from the previous night at Fastlane. Uh, immediately afterwards, we get the challenge for WrestleMania as Braun Strowman will challenge Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. I can't, I actually can't wait for that. And I said, I know I said this last week with uh, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. I think I, I'm probably going to call it, I, I think I may have called it last week too, that we're going to see something at WrestleMania with Braun Strowman taking on Shane McMahon. And it's going to be crazy. Something crazy is going to happen with Shane McMahon taking on Braun Strowman. Because you know, Shane McMahon, WrestleMania, and there's a pirate ship at WrestleMania at this at, down there at James Raven Stadium. Something crazy is going to happen. I guarantee we're going to have something crazy with that. But can't, I can't wait for us. Literally, if you can't tell within my voice, I cannot wait for WrestleMania. It is going to be freaking awesome. Uh, let's head on over to NXT for a quick little bit as we had some big fallout. Uh, actually, big news coming out from that from this past week. Uh, due to injury, of course, the NXT tag team tiles are held up, vacated. Uh, we know what's going to be happening with those tag team titles as at TakeOver, Stand and Deliver, Night 1. Which is going to be on USA Network. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, we're going to have a triple threat tag team match for the vacant tag team titles, as it will be MSK taking on the Grizzled Young. I can actually let me get that right. Grizzled Young Veterans uh, of James Drake and Zach Gibson, uh, Everpool's number one, Zach Gibson, and Legado de Fantasma uh, in tag team action. For those in a triple threat tag team match for the tag team titles, uh, we do know. And again, here's night one. Uh, Eero Shirai will defend the NXT Women's Title against Raquel Gonzalez. We're gonna have ourselves a Gauntlet Eliminator match to determine the number one contender for the North American Title on night two, exclusively on Peacock at Takeover Stand and Deliver. Um. As it will be 
the win, of course, uh, we'll find out who is going to be in the Eliminator uh, coming up with the, from next week in a Battle Royal. We'll talk about that in a short little bit. Uh, and, of course, Walter will defend the United Kingdom Championship against Tommaso Ciampa. And then night two, we know it will be Finn Balor taking on Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. We will have an unsanctioned match between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, baby. Johnny Gargano will defend the North America Championship against the winner of the Gauntlet Eliminator match on night one. And then Jordan Devlin and Santos Escobar will have a ladder match to determine. Literally, we'll have this match right here, the ladder. We'll have a match to determine who is the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Champion of the World. Now, I think I said this even more so last week that Jordan Devlin is the official NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Santos Escobar is the interim NXT Cruiserweight Champion. The only reason, again, he, you know, and kudos to him for holding on to that the interim cruiserweight championship for all this time during the pandemic because Jordan Devlin was in the UK and NXT UK was shut down and he couldn't come over here to the United States to defend the title he had won at Worlds Collide. So I will give credit where credit is due. Santos Escobar has been a great NXT interim cruiserweight champion. But now we got Jordan Devlin back on American soil. We got him back at NXT US, and he is the rightful champion. Now we're going to get that. Okay. And it's great. Santos Escobar is the interim intercontinental or the interim NXT Cruiserweight champion. He deserves and should deserve the opportunity to challenge for the NXT championship. And now we're going to get that in a title unification match to determine the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Champion. And thanks to one HB Shizzle, HBK, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, uh, make it a visionary suggestion this past Wednesday that there may be need to have a ladder match. And it will happen because we're going to have a ladder match for the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Championship just like they did for the first time with Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon at WrestleMania 10 for the undisputed Intercontinental Championship if you got if everyone remembers that and y'all should remember that match cuz that is the most legendary match in WWE history I mean to start the ladder match war in WWE bar none it's well, it's one of them. Let's be honest, it's one of them. Besides TLC two and TLC three, you know TLC two being at WrestleMania seventeen and TLC three being in Anaheim on SmackDown on live TV in a four way, crazy. All right, but moving on, you know, showing my showing my, I'm showing my age here, people, to know you know WrestleMania seventeen and the show you know the Wrestle, uh, SmackDown two thousand one a couple oh not even what. Two months later, at Anaheim on SmackDown, a four-way match for the tag team titles, 
Edge, Christian, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys, and Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho as the champs defending them. Benoit dives off the turnbuckle to the outside, goes through a table, misses. Uh, Devon Dudley, I believe, misses Devon Dudley. No, it was, actually, yeah, it was one of the Dudley Boys. Uh, I believe it was Devon. His ribs are already busted. Got taken to the back. Jericho had to defend the titles by himself. Benoit comes back out later, hobbling along. Uh, when tries to climb the ladder, Edge and Christian pull him down. They both have chairs. Uh, he went goes to block the concerto shot, but gets hit in the ribs instead. It's like <laughs> just pain, wincing over and pain with the rib shots. They the the concerto to the ribs on both sides. And, yeah, I'm showing my age here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, where was I in this world? Okay, back to NXT. <laughs> I see myself. Uh, back to NXT. Uh, yeah, let's get... Okay, so NXT this past week. Reset. Uh, tag team match, women's tag team match. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez taking on the... Women's champion, Eero Shirai and Zoe Stark. Tag team action. Great opening match for the night. Uh, Dakota Kai picking up the, and Raquel Gonzalez pick up the victory in the tag team match against Eero Shirai and Zoe Stark. Uh, Bronson Reed taking on LA Knight in his first match on... Actually, no, not his first. I want to say... Yeah, his, well, his first big rivalry match. Uh, Bronson Reed picks up the victory over L.A. Knight. Uh, Carrier Cross goes one-on-one with Oni Larkin. Uh, Cross picks up the victory. Walter taking on, or uh, actually, yeah, defending the United Kingdom Championship against one Drake Maverick. And unfortunately for Drake, he got passed out <laughs> taking on Walter. Uh, Walter retains the United Kingdom Championship. Uh, Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart taking on Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah in an NXT Women's Tag Team title match. Uh, Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart picking up the victory in a great matchup right there. And then great cruiserweight action between Jordan Devlin and Kushida to end the night in the wrestling aspect. Uh, as Jordan Devlin picks up the victory over Kushida in a, in a great match. Go, go back and re rewatch that one, guys. It's a great match. Um, but we do know that next week we're going to have ourselves a battle royal to determine who will go to NXT night one, or sorry, NXT takeover, stand and deliver night one for the Eliminator, uh, Gauntlet Eliminator match. Uh, we're going to have Bronson Reed, Dexter Loomis, Kushida. Leon Ruff, Cameron Grimes, Austin Theory, Roderick Strong, L.A. Knight, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Pete Dunn, Tyler Rust, and Jake Atlas. 12 men, but ladies and gentlemen, there's only six spots available. Uh, how it's going to work is it's going to be a regular old battle royal up until we get to the final six. Once that, once that six person has been eliminated and there are six people left in the battle royal, those are your six individuals who have qualified to go to take over night one. Once we get to the six, once that final six is locked in, starting there and going all the way towards the winner of the battle royal, whoever wins the battle royal, 
will be the order that they will appear in the Gauntlet Eliminator match. So whoever's first eliminated will be the one who starts the match. And then whoever's eliminated second, third, fourth, in that order. You'll go down in that order of who will appear in the Battle Royal in the Gauntlet Eliminator match. Winner of the Battle Royal will enter in last and have the best chance to challenge NXT North America champion uh, Johnny Gargano on night two. But that, of course, at uh, TakeOver night one, it will be a basically a gauntlet match. You win, you you move on to the next opponent. You beat all, you beat the remaining five competitors in the in that match. You go to night two, take on North America champion uh, Johnny Gargano for the title. So that's what we know about next week on NXT TV. Uh, let's head on over to Dynamite to talk about what went down this past week. Going over to Dynamite quickly. Uh, Kenny Omega taking on Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel, if he would have won this match, he would, or if he would, yeah, you know, if he would have won this match, he would be granted an AEW World Championship opportunity in the future. Uh, but unfortunately, Kenny Omega snuffed out Matt Seidel's chances. Uh, it was a great opening matchup, guys. It was a great matchup, uh, especially when you got Kenny Omega. It was awesome. Uh, Omega picks up the victory over Matt Seidel in a one-on-one -on -one action. Hold on, let me get a drink. I know it's not sponsored, but of course, gotta love that. Orange Coke, yeah. Orange Vanilla, so good. Um, <laughs> moving on, Adam Hangman Page taking on Cesar Bunyan. Uh, Bunye. Um, this is our Bunye. Uh, just, just sounds weird, but uh, again, uh, you know, the name butcherer is here. Uh, Adam Hangman Page picking up the victory over Cesar with that, of course, Lariat or that buckshot Lariat right there at the end. Uh, great matchup for ha Adam Hangman Page. Uh, the Pinnacles, FTR and Sean Spears taking on Dante, uh, Dante Martin and the Varsity Blondes in six-man tag action. Uh, FTR and Sean Spears, the chairman, uh, pick up the victory over the Varsity Blondes and uh, Dante Martin. Tag team, six-man tag team action. Again, uh, Lucha Bros taking on Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. Uh, Lucha Bros pick up the, the victory over the Young Bucks. Uh, and it's unfortunate, but... I think this is the end for the elite, at least with uh, the Bucks and Kenny Omega and the good, good, good brothers. Uh, as it looks like they're they're not really done. They're really done with each other, guys. It's sad to say, but you gotta think with the young Bucks. You got. I understand where you know how it looks. You got. You got the your manager coming in here, you know, wanting to do all the, you know, Don Callis, you know, trying to push out the young bucks. Like, yeah, you, you know, he's the champ. You're here's a payoff to just get out of his life. You know, that kind of stuff. It's like, really, dude, you're gonna push out. You know, we're the elites. Like, I, it's it's just stupid. 
and you know Kenny Omega just only getting the view from Callus's perspective, like oh they had the young bucks there, they're they they're doing this, they they punched me out, they're doing this, and they're not getting the full. He's not getting the full story. He's only getting the Don Callis side, and it doesn't look good. But it's unfortunate, and actually, it's really unfortunate because we ain't getting the elite, v v elite. I hope they you know, they can patch things up because the elite rules the wrestling world. Um, women's action: Ty Conte taking on Nyla Rose. Ty Conte picking up the victory over Nyla Rose, and then. TNT Championship opportunity as Darby Allen taking on John Silver. Uh, John Silver unfortunately picked up an injury during the match, uh, but Darby Allen picks up the victory and retains the TNT Championship. It was a good, ma great matchup uh, to end the night on Dynamite, uh, at least for the action. Um, make sure you guys go and recheck that out, rewatch it on the TNT app. It was great. Uh, we do know next week that we're going to have a tag team action between Harukashida and Ty Conte. Of course, Harukashida, the current AW, the AEW Women's Champion, uh, taking on the Bunny and Nyla Rose. Kenny Omega will be teaming up with his brothers, the, the Good Brothers from Impact, taking on the Lucha Bros and Lidardo uh, Kid. I think I said it wrong. And then a special matchup, an exhibition match. Uh, Cody Rhodes will take on QT Marshall uh, with special guest referee Arn Anderson, double A. That should be a great dynamite next week. Uh, I mean, it should be a good, it literally should be a good show next week. Uh, I mean, granted, we're not, on the, they're not uh, on the road to their next pay-per-view. I mean, what? Their next pay-per-view is not until uh, May, so... Yeah, they got two months to build. So, I mean, unless they're going to have a great special on, you know, in the month of April on TV, that's the only thing I could think of is if they're going to build towards a special show on uh, TV this week. But, or not, I mean, not this coming week, but this coming month, I should say. I don't know why I hopped off the green. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Uh, but yeah, that is. I think that is going to be it for me, guys. I went through everything. Uh, actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, went through night one of NXT TakeOver. Oh, WrestleMania. I forgot there was one other big announcement from WrestleMania this year. We have co-hosts because it is the one and the only Titus O'Neil and the immortal Hulk Hogan teaming up to be co-hosts. Um, um, I, there, there, yeah, there's, you know what? All I could say is I hope they can work together peacefully. There's no problems. If you've know, if you've somewhat kept up in wrestling history and wrestling outside wrestling history with Hulk Hogan, you know, you'll find out you could probably search that on your own and you know backstories and everything with that so but hopefully they can work together at wrestlemania as they're going to be co-hosts uh hulk hogan and titus o'neill uh to be hosting co-hosting at wrestlemania this year uh but yeah 
I think that's going to be it for me, guys. Uh, another great week, guys, of wrestling. And I know we got SmackDown this coming week. Uh, the after effects of Fastlane. Got to get talking over for that. <laughs> and, of course, it's full speed ahead to WrestleMania 37 for WWE. But, yeah. That's going to be it for me, guys. Uh, let's do our little house cleaning before we peace on out of here for the week. Whew. Be sure to like and subscribe to all of our, me our social media channels, everybody. Our Facebook page, our Twitter pages, our YouTube pages. And where can you find all of us? Well, here on Facebook, you can follow us. Share us with your friends and every, you know, everyone that you know. Share with your friends, family, neighbors, people across the street, people across the nation, across the towns. Share with us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter for your football and fantasy football content at the Flex Network One. For your UFC and MMA content, you can follow us at MMA Evergreen. And then on the other side of the world, you can follow us. For all of your wrestling content, which you should be doing, you know, here, you should be following us, FlexNet underscore PW Elite for all your wrestling content. Uh, you can find us on YouTube uh, for your football and fantasy football content. You can find us at, you, well, you can find us, uh, Flex Network. And then, of course, for your wrestling content, of course, like this, uh, Flex Network Wrestling. Like, subscribe, share there. We want to grow our YouTube pages as well. So make sure you guys like and subscribe to that as well. Uh, we're we're on every... I want to say we're on all of the, the podcast platforms. So I don't think there's anywhere else we can... I mean, there's a, maybe some stuff, places we can go. But we're on the major ones. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on all of them. All the major ones. But if we're not somewhere where you listen to podcasts, let us know in the comments. Let us know you know via messaging, via text, SOS, you know, smoke signals. Let us know. We'll get there. We'll put we'll flex on that and we'll bring you that content that you know and love. But yes. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh I will be back next week, of course. For another edition of the Wrestling Week in Review show here on the Flex Network. But that is going to be it for me, guys, for this week. Uh, later. That's it. I'm getting out of here. Uh, I am the snowman. And I bid you guys a farewell and a peace. Oh, you got some fellow Canadians. But when you're from Calgary. Where's that? Alberta, Canada. A one-way first-class ticket to Larryland. What is it with you folks coming to Florida, stay in your own country? This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me?
yourself. Feels like showtime every minute to me. I can't help it. No, 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 no. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Ta-ta for now. We're out of time. Good night on Nitro. The preceding announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Well, you're welcome, Jurassic slap-ass.